Mexican Podcast. Wizard of Oz, let's pull the curtain back. This is the third podcast of the morning. Because I'm going to be out of town, and we're going to just get them all out there. We're going to put all of the episodes out there. But this one right here is one that we have been flirting with for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, Antonio Ley of Corazón de Torta. Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> that was an extended applause, bro. Not everybody gets that. And a privilege to be in your dungeon. Ooh, the before. dungeon of danger. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this episode has all of the episodes of Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast, are brought to you by the wonderful people of Grasshopper. GHBuds.com. What does that Emo Brown discount do for 15% you? at the door. I mean, why do you need more? For recreational and medicinal need, make sure you spark up this tasty Weed. Damn it, como el pinche Dr. Seuss. Y el Antonio si le pega, le pega fuerte ese vato. Damn We were just going to lame all the Patreoners, but we just went down that list. 96. And I feel like, you know what? New rule. New rule. Metiche Mondays are the days that we do the lists. That's fair. Metiche Mondays. And if only there's new members. No, no, no. We'll do it all the time. Okay, Don't get matter. fucking lazy, Gus. That's some Gus shit, bro. Don't you be a Gus is like Gus like Gus. Hey, bro, do I gotta read them all? Yes, you gotta I read them will all, not bro. Have any Gus blasphemy? Blasphemy, cállate, Mike Tyson. Say, wait. Real talk, bro. Antonio Ley. Antonio, bienvenido. This is like the fucking. ¿Cómo se llama el vato? The, the most interesting man. Oh shit. Everybody knows el Tony Baloney. Every, everybody knows Tony, bro. And, know. and it's not always because of the food truck, Corazón de Torta, which operates. All throughout San Diego area, bro. Yeah. Once upon a time down here in the South Bay as well. Still 30 months. En todos lados. En todos lados está el pinche Tony Baloney, bro. People know him from that. People know him from his connection with Vicky and Tony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, bro. From his life in Tijuas. You know, from running mules in El Paso. From digging tunnels con el Chapo. Todo el pedo, doc. I invented the margarita. I invented the margarita. Tony, tell us a little bit about yourself, bro. What's going on? First off, nice to see you, dog. Nice Salucita. Tienes chela? Back in, in TJ. Salucitos. Oh, I mean, uh, Chula Vista. Chula Juana, dog. Chula Juana. Ah, ooh. Big, big ups to Phil Davis for this beer, yeah. dog. Hank's mm. delicious. No, uh, puro campeonato. Hanks, no Hanks. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm a Chula Vista nativo way. Are you really? I really am. Why I did I think you were from right Tijuas? I, I lived in TJ from, uh, my parents moved to Chula before I was born from TJ. My dad didn't come here like looking for a new life to work. My dad came here as a law school professor, uh-huh. kind of like foreshadowing that Tijuas was going to get kind of ghetto. Uh-huh. Okay. And he was like, my dad to the day, yo, he's 68 years old. He crosses to work. He goes to another country every day to work. 
Uh, whatever it takes. Mexico every whatever day. Whatever it takes. Is how hard is it paid to be? For, that shit paid for private school my whole life on this you, side? Wait a time out. You are the product of a private school education? I am. All right, cool. Wifey, the shoes, wifey turns out we don't need to send our kids to private school. <laughs> Look at my shoes. Look at my shoes. <laughs> El Vato, bro. Uh, update. Update. Private schools, not needed. Um, how difficult is it? Safety, security-wise, for your jefito to be un abogado I mean, en Tijuas que vive aquí. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's been issues in the past. Yeah. There's been a time where he stayed in San Diego for two or three years. And didn't cross. Didn't cross and his business oh, suffered for sure. God. Well, yeah, better the business in your life. Yeah, it had its little scare in 2008. It's difficult. I moved there in 2009. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I different different lifestyles. Different lifestyles. Yeah, I, I did a lot of things in TJ. I got very involved. Uh, very different lifestyles. I was like prepped to go to law school and I went to Monterrey, this go very fresa-ass city yeah. where the Padres play. I'm go sure. ahead. I've been there. Yeah, against the Dodgers. To we took the series. There. What's up? <laughs> I went to law school there and I came back and I started making parties and stuff. Yo, motherfucker, did you know that Tony... Antonio Ley Esquire went to fucking law school? I mean, nah, the last bro. name. It's, it's in the name. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was about to say, My man. dad, check this out. My dad's a law school professor from Tijuas. The first year Holy there was a university shit. law school, uh -huh. he was a professor. So we were. I was like 12 years old, and my dad, the attorney general for Baja California, because he's fighting some nauticals, Fighting him real hard. Stop <laughs> stop fighting me with this the hundred dollar oh, stacks. Stop fighting oh, me. Yeah. Stop. I can't take these oh, fights anymore. Dad, I, I retired. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> need another house. My dad was like, You see this guy nervous on TV? He's gonna say this, 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 and this. And he would say word for word what my dad said on live TV with Fernando El Monte with the big mustache mm -hmm. on channel 12 Holy and shit. shit. And uh I said, how come you know what he was going to say? Because that guy was my student and he came crying into the office. What do I say? What do I say? Handle it. Oh, so you can act like a man. People knew my dad and TJ very well. Okay. And uh, after law school in Monterrey and all that, I came back. I started promoting parties in TJ. What made you leave law school? Yeah, man. Um, you had the influence from your dad. You said you weren't going to ask everything. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to talk about being a lawyer, dog. Yeah. Almost <laughs> finished, guys. Will you ever go back? Uh, no, 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 no. At nah. this point, no. Why? Uh, you said almost I, If I was a, if in Mexico, yeah. if I was a lawyer, I would only work pro bono shit that would make me no money and like try to get people out of jail. Cool. I got I a client for you. Stay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, these are hot. Mm, you're hot, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> so I came back, I started throwing parties and I moved to TJ. And, uh, what era was this? I moved to TJ in 2009 or 2008. I'm sure that both and of us And then I got very involved parties. in TJ, throwing parties and stuff that maybe wasn't as important, but kids knew me. What was your alias? Tony T. Eso. Everybody calls me Tony T. And uh, uh, the parties were fun, but then I got involved in professional sports. I know Emo Brown likes sports. Mm. I am the founder and creator of the come. Tijuana Sonkis. Oh, shit. I created the name Echando Humo y Tomando Caguamas in my shitty apartment. Shit. The best way ideas are ever born. Hello. Of course. And we ran it for four years. Then some TJ millionaire like took it over because our funding was gone and like... I didn't want anything to do with that guy. Bro, that was a big name. I I, I called him the Burro Cebras, and uh -huh. people from LA were like, what, can you repeat that for me? The Burro what? The Burro Cebras. And I explained what a Burro Cebra was, and I explained the Tijuana Burro Cebra, mm -hmm. the La Rebu, the one that's mm -hmm. there. The one, the, 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 the summertime donkeys. That's the one, the famous <laughs> donkey of Revolution Avenue. So they said, oh, a zonkey. 
So I did that, and then I even got involved in Tijuana politics, and I ran a couple Ooh, campaigns. You better watch I yourself. Very, uh, so I was very involved in TJ, and then having a family and running a business over here, the food truck, and straight up, like, Tijuana, inseguridad, and stuff like that, like, got me nervous, and right before the pandemic, we moved back. I mean, I got to run the truck. It's really hard to run it when I have to commute, and, like, I don't have the sentry. So you never set out to become a, a chef, a cook, an operator I'm of a food a truck. Yeah. I'm barely a taquero. It was a business thing. I really wanted Anthony Bourdain to come to the truck because, of course, I had to, like, hey, come back and visit me, pass. You know what uh -huh. I mean? We did the show in TJ. 2012, right? I think it was 2012. We filmed it at the beginning of the year. And then... Uh, um, We need to get that air conditioning. We, uh, it hey, we're like four sudas, months later. Like you're, <laughs> like zonky, tú, Mira, mírame. Seco, done. Say, way. What's going on? My check. Oh, we have, we, have, we have mail coming in Here in the middle of an interview. Thank you. Awesome. Well done. Damn. California Craft Brewers Cup, 20,000. Specialty. There, Ladies and gentlemen, there. I've just been presented a, uh, an award off, off, off camera. California Craft Brewers Cup. 2021, in celebration of Three Punk Ales Brewing Company, the South Bay Belgian Specialty IPA, gold medal award winning. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Gold medal it is. All right. My show, my rules. Gold medal award winning. Congratulations. Way to go, Kevin. Way to, way, way to go. El Kevin se la rifa, vato. Well done, bro. My guy. So in the year 2012, you met up with Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain yeah. There's some guys that I knew that were filmmakers and TJ. How like, does that even come about, bro? That's what I'm explaining. Oh, perdón. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, go to every city and film and like uh, they rent out people that know the spots. You got to know the spots right in yeah, your city. Yeah. So they get like local people that do production and they recommend people. And I was one of the people they recommended. Damn. And uh, how do you get recommended for that? Because they needed a nightlife guy. And El was Tony nightlife T. Guy. Tony T. Hey, the man, party if promoter. Yeah, if you need special K, and if you guys are at Tangalu, I'm your guy. Yeah. Tony T. You want the best Chinese, Chinese food and shit, for, for Dude, real. Tangalu is my spot, bro. <laughs> I can see you there. <laughs> if I start tech right here. Bro, the oh, the star tech, bro. <laughs> Were you... Tell me you threw the Tangalu Halloween party. Oh, I I, th I did throw a there was a Tangalu. Bro. I, threw, I brought a DJ from Japan to Oh, him. man. Tangalu. I remember going to this Halloween party in Tangalu. All right. Careful. Trigger warning coming your way. In Mexico, la gente le vale pito. You'll dress up as whatever you want. Bro, at this Halloween party, there was three dudes dressed like Nazi soldiers, bro. Yeah, they do it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I... I, if I had a phone, I probably would have taken you a picture. Work, you weren't woke then. Oh, yeah, I was like, there was, yeah, we were, were so like, high. Oh, these guys are just racist. That's yeah, okay, they were just man. racist. Racist I Mexicans, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but Nazis, they were, they were from El Pan. Yeah, <laughs> they, they really were, bro. So you were involved with Tanga. So that was a nightlife. I, I wanted to and tell you. Nightlife, that's where they put me on the show. Okay. Because they were like, They need someone to take this guy out to the local So you would bars. go to all the clubs, like Tangalú or, or Pichi, El Rodeo. After that, I ran underground things. Like uh, movie theaters that were abandoned in downtown Tijuana. We you had to show up with like out. a huevo to get the dentrance or something? Not so much, but a little bit. <laughs> a little, little bit. bit. Don't say no about it. Was cool. I don't was doubt cool. it. Yeah. It was cool. And uh, I was young. And uh, that's why we got on the show. That's why they told me, oh, please like consider it. Because they're thinking that you could be a good guide for this guy at night. And we did it. And the show aired. And I loved it. I really liked Anthony Bourdain, obviously. He was a very professional, like, 
what we're doing now. Like he made you feel very natural. And I didn't sweat for him. No. no. Que onda vergas, no, eh? He probably had, ah. onda he probably had air, air conditioning. Air conditioning yeah. yeah. But uh, that's why I opened the truck. Because I wanted him to come back one day. So how did you know Anthony Bourdain, his story, before you opened the food oh, truck? It's like, yeah, that, that was in his famous. book. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you a little something. I didn't know who the fuck Anthony Bourdain was. Really? Yeah, bro. Until like maybe died? three years before he died. You know, I knew there was a show and I would watch that show randomly. The no Reservations? You know? Yeah, the No Reservations one. Not the Anthony Bourdain show. Yeah. Like the, that other one. You know, and the then- The other one is called Parts Unknown. Parts CNN. Unknown. So he just not changed that one. channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah not First that one. First he was on Travel Channel. And then, then he went to CNN. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know he was he, that. He didn't. I had a book either. No, oh, I read the book. Yeah. Oh. Now I've, I've a sense. I've read the book. Fucking okay. awesome book. I didn't know the it's fucking the the yeah. uh, culinary world. The the kitchen. The kitchen right. world was so fucking crazy, bro. Ghetto. I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, yeah. You know, you look at it from the outside in, and it's like, oh, you you know, you order a meal, you get your meal, you pay for the meal, you dip. Bro, it's a whole fucking different world. Yeah. Talk about pulling the curtain back on the Wizard of Oz style. That shit blew my mind. Yeah, you know, I read it too late in my game. I don't. I, I never wanted to be involved in that industry. That was not something for me. But it gave me a sense of appreciation for that industry. For sure, man. So it turns out that I was, I was very, uh, I was one of the only people that I knew that didn't know who Anthony Bourdain was because all my homies knew. Shit, I even think wifey knew. I just didn't know. Super famous. I didn't and know. The book yeah. was famous. So the guy got famous at forty. Yeah. Like straight up. Like Come on, I thought that I was like, Shut up, bro. You look fitty. Go ahead. <laughs> You're not 40 yet, Caesar? Dude, the look, the look of amazement you know the on Tony T. Yeah, You're bro. not 40, bro. Caesar? I thought you were at least like 62, 63. You should grandpa that you look better about myself Fuck. today. <laughs> today, I You're feel welcome. better. About <laughs> I'm here to pick up everybody's spirits. No, uh, you know what? I like your guys' uh, emo brown mm. thing. Let's talk about you now. No, fuck that right. shit, bro. We're not done. No, we, no, no. We just did a solo we, episode. We ain't dog. done with you yet, motherfucker. I don't like make me talk about and brown. Don't. That, don't. Was make... that experience what everybody makes it out to be, mm. man? Because everyone. Oh, that let's sits talk down about with... Michael Jackson in 1993. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was 13 years old. Yes. Oh, hell no. Oh, Chico shit. Bombante, bonito, okay. así, grandote. Middle name Macaulay. Go ahead. Este, I went for New Year's with my family to Vegas. We went to a lot of Vegas. Daddy's a lawyer and likes to gamble. Mm, so yeah. with a lot I of feel Vegas. like there's a lot of stories with oh, daddy, bro. We wouldn't have enough podcasts oh, to do this. Oh, man. Shout out to Tony Lay Sr. And yeah, uh, my guy now. we went to Vegas and the Barbara Streisand was singing for the first time in God knows how many years in the Luxor. The hotel was like brand new. Yeah. Is that the pyramid one? The yeah. pyramid right. one. Okay, okay, okay. So Michael Jackson was in town to see Barbara Streisand mm. sing at the MGM, but he, they gave him a tour of the Luxor where I happened to be staying with my family. There was a Nile River ride that ceased to exist now because you need more slot machines than fucking Nile River yeah, rides. Yeah, right? yeah. He was on it. I see the little fucking... You know, his little hair dangling, the <laughs> big glasses. The Did he hat. have a veil? He had like 40 dudes with him in a boat. And then he got off and he was being escorted. We were being held back by security. He was being escorted to security ice. <laughs> <laughs> so the elevators we had just come down from. And I was very close to, t I might have grazed Michael oh. Jackson's hand when I was 13 years old. <laughs> he might have grazed mine too. It would have been okay yeah, with me, actually. <laughs> Was the song Billie Jean written after you? No, but they were playing it, <laughs> they were playing it while it was there. Ain't you Billy Bean <laughs> hey, That's racist. Ooh. No, El that's Billy actually Bihol. that's actually a GM for the Oakland A's, Billy oh, Bean. Brandy. Yeah, that's uh, being targeted by the boss. Dude, what's up? Uh, 
Don't fucking skirt the conversation, bro. Yeah, bro I want to learn that experience. So man, you met Tony Bourdain's and you took him to Tijuas. Where the, the fuck did you take him? So then did they, sort of they had places that we okay. were gonna. Oh, so it was pre-planned. Yeah, they, okay. they know oh, okay. their shit, but they did say we take recommendations. HK. Okay. So yeah, we they walked them there, but they didn't really film too much because they don't want people filming in the red light district. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, they're like, we're going to take one of your recommendations, but you're going to see them first at Dandi del Sur, which is this great cantina yeah. right off of Revolution on 6th Street. And I meet him there. La Sexta. Talk, La Sexta. He's a super fucking knowledgeable guy. He seems genuinely interested in my city. Like, why are you here? He asked me. You're an American citizen. Why are you here? And I'm like, Tony, actually, Tijuana is the city with the most American citizens living in it outside of America. He's like, wow, it's a bit of information. Because it is, but they're all Martinez, Hernandez, Garcia, Flores, Garcia, Garcia. Lace. Lacy's. Not the ship. They're not lazy. <laughs> My daughter's named Frida Lay. Like the fucking no manches, bro. Hey, that's that's hell yeah. yeah. That's hell yeah. Is she really? That's a great yeah. fucking name. <laughs> this is my daughter, Frida. Frida Lay. <laughs> and uh, I thought, let's fast forward a little. I'm on the show. It's great. I got recognized a lot. This is a very popular show. Oh, big. He told me off camera that, like, he didn't want to be on the Travel Channel anymore. He didn't feel that it represented what he wanted to do. He said, I'm not just an ad for cruise ships. I'm going to make something of substance, you know? Yeah. And uh, he felt that CNN would give him that. But, of course, there's just a bunch of ads for cruise ships during the commercials on CNN. Norwegian ad. paid him a lot more, probably, too. I saw the documentary recently. He killed himself, unfortunately, and uh, I really did see the two sides of Anthony Bourdain. Did you really? I really did. The first night, we go to Dandy, we cross the street, La Mezcalera, he's into me, he's into the city, he's Party, curious. having a good time. Chando mezcal, se echa su cigarrito, se way. I was an avid smoker until two years ago. Your hey, voice congrats, says otherwise. Man. Go ahead. But if it is- <laughs> two years sober from nicotine. Unfortunately, the ramifications of smoking all of your life are still there. They're still there. <laughs> and uh, I thought for some, uh, I open up the food truck after it airs and stuff. And uh, I thought that if I pitched to them, like coming back, seeing the food truck, he didn't particularly love San Diego. He told me he said it was a conservative military town, and he was—he's not wrong, bro. No, no. He ain't wrong. And he said also on camera at a uh, Comic Con, says, "Where would you eat?" And he yeah. said, "No disrespect, I'd go to Tijuana." So I wanted him to come see something that would have really interested him in San Diego, which would have been how people wake up in the morning, do a three-hour line, get on the trolley. To go hacer camas, jardines, yeah. the real shit, bro. The yeah. service yeah. class of this city, a large portion of it lives in Tijuana. For sure. And those people on the way back sacrifice four to five hour commutes daily. Just to provide. To a par- a part-time so job a week. A little bit more because here it probably, and living in TJ isn't no easy. It ain't walking through La Jolla or North Park living in TJ, let me Hell tell you. no. I lived there for 12 years. Where? I lived in a Fresa neighborhood. Go ahead. Don't be ashamed. Acacho, it's really close to the border in El Centro. My grandma grew up there. Like, like that's a neighborhood that's in my roots. You know, I love La Cacho. You could eat good in TJ. Yeah. Man. You could eat good. But the crossing and all that, I got over it. But that's one of the reasons the opportunity was there. That's one of the reasons I really 
opened up the food truck. Hell yeah. What's the name of the food truck, food? Food truck Corazón de Tortas. Eso, And uh, we got a chef from TJ. He's doing, he was with Roy Choi last week in TJ, like the most famous food truck chef ever. Oh, neta. Yeah. He was in TJ last Unless week. He's got the filming. friendship, right? And he was broken. It's a show called Broken Bread. He was filming okay. with the guy that did our menu. He's such a good chef that I can't even do that food that he did. Like, I, it takes too much time. Yeah. But uh, we do some of it, like the meatballs and the short rib and, We have a short lot of rib. stuff that we like. Bro, impeccable. este bato tiene una torta, the short rib torta. What's it called? Like el... We do a braised beef No, the one they call the, the... Dirty torta. The dirty the torta, dirty, bro. The sucia, bro. That shit. Oh, my bro, God. Bro, I'll break keto diets for la sucia, bro. You're on the keto diet? A little bit of keto, taquito. Tu sabes todo. Casi lo mismo. Casi lo mismo. Nah, see, I'm trying my best. But, bro, you were here at the... At, at, I don't know when you started. What year was it when you started? The food truck opened up on May 5th of 2017. Hey, happy birthday, oh, bro. Hey, thank you, bro. The first night, I don't know when it was, that Three Punks Ale opened, we were August here. 6th. August 6th, 2017? Yeah. We were here that night. Oh, fuck. I'm breaking news. Breaking news. Ah, way more time. It took like a week till August 13th. Oh. We were the first yeah. food truck. Yeah. You guys story. brought... A different level, a different layer to Third Avenue. We all did it together, and I was really proud of it. I was born here, the city. I lived most of my life in Chula Vista, California. I didn't go to the schools here because I went to freaking private school like, all over. See, wait, whatever, dog. Mr. Lay would have to come in and be like, hey, so Mr. I guess. Mr. Lay wasn't having it. You know what, though? There's like, Mr. Lay was down to like sponsor my sports teams. And uh -huh. so there, I would be Little League and shit. And it'd be like, Lay Estrella de Soto y Asociados. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just let my kid, just let my kid like, fucking yeah, fill the water bottles. All right, just let him in. That was dick being drunk. All the teams would just lose. They were like, oh, that's the the team sponsored by the law firm in Tijuana. And all yeah. the teams were like, they, let them win. Let them win. Yeah. Hey, I don't doubt it, you bro. You see that Bronco with the tinted windows out there? Hey, we got to bring up a Bronco, bro. Oh, shit. That shit hurts, dog. I want to buy a Bronco it's been a while, from dog. Ford. They I, I bought a Bronco and somebody blew it up, bro. If someone Ace Rothstein's his ass, man. Damn, then I bail. I bail. Crashed? No, I don't crash, dog. What's wrong with you? But some crashing to you? <laughs> no, nah, bro. No. He's not kidding. It's, it's, it's a weird story, but we'll get into that. I don't want to say it on air because tu sabes. You know, these things happen. So <laughs> the birth of Third Avenue was beautiful to me. Yeah. To me, you I used was to hang out on Third Avenue. Very, I would hang out and I would work a lot here. After COVID, things changed and I haven't parked here. I haven't parked here in 2021. Damn. I don't think, but that's going to change because we're going to do three points Hello. at least twice more this year. Hello. But I Why don't you give me what what a fucking once a, once a week shift, bro? We're I busy. Think we can do that. We're I fucking busy. We're busy all the time with the patio now, huh? Este vato yeah. I'm going I'm to, I'm taking my talents to North Park. I'm taking my talents to North Park. North Park, we're on the weekends. Oh. Yeah, where, where can people find you right now? We, we're at North Park on the weekends and I do caterings for offices and stuff like that on the weekdays. But Hell yeah. I'll gladly come back here. For a couple times, because I, I had you for the first time here, but then I would the see truck, you all not the time. Me. I, well, well, you will never have me. That is for the <laughs> that's Patreon episode. We'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, no, no. And, then, and then I worked at Fall for two years. Yeah, so I remember I seeing you all the time. Spoiled, yeah, yeah. spoiled to this point. There was man. two food trucks that I would always see on Third Avenue from the get El Sushi Uno y ustedes, El Corazón de Torta, bro. Yeah. No, they were at Fall. Sushi Uno. They were here too. Really? Yeah, they were. They were on the block as well, man. And 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 it was like. Let's be real. People don't like food trucks. 
Business owners don't like food trucks. Well, restaurant restaurant owners business owners. Like yeah. I love a food truck. Put put breweries me, love them. Oh yeah, because I mean, especially if we learned one thing last year is that we can't operate. We can't operate. You had to love without them. a fucking food truck. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were. It was a four. It was like if you're in India and you and, and your grandparents said, "No, mijo, tú te vas a casar con esa." In this Indian story, they speak Spanish. <laughs> okay. They're like, "Mijo, tú te vas a casar con esta morra, el hijo de este vato, no hay pedo." But arrange marriages. That's what food trucks and breweries were in 2020, bro. You couldn't operate without the other. That's one of the reasons we stopped coming because we had a marriage in North Park. No, está bien. Los dejas por una gringa. No hay pedo, bro. No hay pedo. Yeah, but did she cook, bro? But did she clean, bro? She did everything right except no hacía tortillas hechas a That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Brittany, come on. Just try it. You left Pendleton's for Fucking tight jeans and flannels, and bro. <laughs> yeah, you left us for that. But night bail. I still live in Chula Vista. I oi, I live. Round of applause. That's it. <laughs> And then we're quickly silent. Uh, Chula Vista's nice, man. There's some bougie parts of Chula Vista too. So wifey and I, we we, we 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 started walking again. We go, we walk like four to five miles a day. And uh, we go through some of the bougie parts. Like in the west, oh, the west side has Pepper some trees, bro. Pepper tree. I used to live there. North, north of Hilltop, or north of, uh, perdón, north of uh, H Street on Hilltop. All those places. Hilltop bro. and G's. Celebrities live there, bro. Oh yeah, it's like crazy. Chef Marcella, lives, Chef Marcella lives there, bro. And it's like, what the fuck? And then you cross the street, and it's like, whoop. You Back got in some Chula customers Vista. that live there. Uh, Go ahead. They're really nice. Uh, Watch your mouth. Aaron. Bro. His name is Aaron. Oh, okay. Watch your mouth. Yeah, they live off of uh, they on a really nice house on Yeah, the little brown one. I like that pad. Beautiful. Yeah. Home. There's really nice parts of Chula Vista. And uh, you know what? I noticed that the ghetto parts. Especially after living in TJ for so long. They ain't the so ghetto. ghetto parts aren't so ghetto. Not so ghetto. It's nice. Hay gente ahorita en Tijuana matándose. Haitianos, africanos, hondureños to live the American dream. Yeah. And I hate the he fact... He was speaking Italian, just in case you guys are out there listening. <laughs> I hate the fact that, like, especially in the industry that we work in, the service industry, they're like, I can't find people. I don't understand why the unemployment rate, it's, it's low here in San Diego. It's the lowest it's been in a minute, but it's still at 6%. There's so many people looking for work. It's not hard to find work. You just got to like. It's been a hard time though, because industries change, but it seems like a lot of them are on the rebound. Yeah. I don't know. Let's not talk about COVID. What have you seen? What have you seen? What have you seen? I've seen people working hard, man. I've seen people working hard, and uh, I've seen San Diego full of people. I go to the zoo. I go to the Padre games. I go to the beach. San Diego tourism's back. It's back. It's back. Yeah. Big way. Things are back to normal. The Padres are losing again. The sun is shining. <laughs> blowing it in classic, <laughs> oh, cursed bro. San Diego fashion. Oh, Unlike my that. toros de Tijuana. It's fine. Give it a look. Los campeones. El campeón del rey. La serie del rey. They win it, guys. How many white guys are on the team right now? They've got a couple. They've got a Stankowitz, Stanky. All right. He pitched, Así le dicen el Stanky. Game seven, yeah. Did, did you see who closed it out? El pinche el Fernando the Arrow Rodney. The bow, bow <laughs> and He's arrow. getting paid. Like, they, they invested in the team. So, th not only did they win the Serie El Rey for the second time in five years, 
They Tijuana were history down, brought to you by Antonio Leyuna. They Le were Junior. down three to nothing in the series. Yeah. And yeah. came back and won four straight. No, I went to they fucking did some Red Sox shit, bro. 2004. They did some Red Sox, Yankees shit. some White shit. Sox, like 1908 shit. Like when oh, they shit. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, bro, that's what they folded that's what the they series, That's dog. what two comments on the Facebook page said. Yeah. Is there, is, there, is, there, is, there, is there a little bit of controversy with you the Toros, bro? Who owns the Toros? The Toros are owned The same owner from the Cholos, dog? Los Hanks? No, no, no. Different owners. Yeah, Carlos, look at your face turn white. Those are my dad's clients. I need you to relax. <laughs> no, they're owned by a family. They probably live in San Diego. They own gas stations. Setas? Setas. Uh, it used to be called, no, that's a, that's the like natural gas. Yeah. So they own. Uh, they were here from Eastlake, bro. They were in Rolling Hills Ranch. All the rich people from TJ live in San Diego. Mm. Eastlake, like, even like really rich parts of San Diego, like Coronado, La Jolla, Up north. they have like Mexico City Mexicans. Racist, racist or not, racist or not. In Coronado, there is a building, two buildings. I know what you're talking about. There's two buildings, and these two buildings are referred to as the Taco Tower. Is that a racist comment or is that not a racist comment? I'm going to tell you why not, Steve. Go ahead, bro. Because. Tony, the floor is yours. San Diego <laughs> loves tacos. Yeah. We, oh. In Coronado, we throw them at basketball teams and it's not racist at all. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, se pasaron de pito ahí, ¿ve? ¿A cuántos know. corrieron? They fired the coach. I went to school oh. with the coach yeah. in eighth grade. One of the many places I got kicked out. I didn't get kicked out of eighth grade, but I got kicked out of seventh grade. And in eighth grade, I went to Sacred Heart in Coronado. How the fuck do you get kicked out at seventh grade? I peed on people. I punched them. <laughs> you peed on You name you? it. Hey, hey, R. Kelly. <laughs> I was the R. Kelly of private school education <laughs> in the 90s. Oh, bro. No, that's bad. I don't want to say that. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Canceled. 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 It's okay that Michael jail. Jackson grazed my hand, but R. Kelly, that's where I draw the line. R. Kelly, please. <laughs> can't touch this. Uh, it was I a- went to the school with uh, the Coronado coach, J.D. LaPerry. He was a basketball player. He wasn't very good at all. Was he a racist? No. I mean, not to me. Just his friend head? was, and I wrote this on Facebook, his friend was my first day of school coming about like some go back to Mexico shit. I slapped him in the fucking face like with an open it hand and it went loud. And they all were like, nah, the new guy. You, fuck with you, the laid, new guy. you gave the, him the Stockton slap, slap, bro. You gave him the Stockton <laughs> slap. Uh, or or some, some would say you laid the pimp hands strong. Here's the thing. In, in, to agree with Tony Bourdain's, Anthony Bourdain's, the older I have gotten, mm-hmm. the biz, now that I'm more, I'm a seasoned vet in operating a business mm-hmm. and being more involved in what it is to be part of a city whether it's city government and the people we know, the hands that we shake, the people that we acknowledge. San Diego is a very conservative city. Oh, and I've told yeah. wifey and I told wife, I was like, you know what? Bullshit aside. There are very few, very liberal cities, by the way. You get to LA, there's parts of LA that are liberal. San Francisco's a liberal ass city. Mm, yeah. Portland's a liberal ass city. Mm. The West Coast got some liberal cities, but outside of Portland is militia, like stolen election dudes. Like there's some deep shit in America. Yeah. There's some states I don't want to go to ever. I do you know what? There's a lot of people complaining about California. There's a desert next to us. It's called Arizona. You go. Can, it's cheaper. Go. There's a swamp called Have a Florida. Blast. Have a blast. I've been there. I've yeah. had a good time there. And I come back. Imagine how much I sweat <laughs> in Florida. Hey, wait. I see what 
Hey, how many mollies did you pop, bro? That's uh, in the ranch. <laughs> San Diego oh, you got me in a dungeon in here yelling in a microphone. Steve. It's conservative. It is. It's conservative, it but is. I feel like we live in a pocket that is not too conservative. People yeah, like you are making is. a great change because you alone, single-handedly, are changing the voting demographic Me? of the future. Because I have a lot you of kids or what? point more kids than the average white household. <laughs> That's true, bro. You know, and they're all going to be Mexican. Everyone else is buying dogs. I'm over here procreating, Mexican bro. <laughs> Mexicans are having a lot of kids. Yeah, we, are. we ain't going to stop. So we're going to be the major majority I'm by slacking, far. Huh? And that's really going to be reflected in voting. Hopefully, in the future, it's reflected in ownership of business. El vato el que no quiso hablar politics. Oh, check him hey, out, uh, bro. Because we can't just serve the tacos. We got to own the restaurants. Hey, you know? hey, hey who did you back? Who did you back in politics when you were in Tijuas? I backed a lot of guys, but uh, you can't say it aloud. Yes, though. he can. Yes, he can. I, I I backed a guy that hired me because he was like a rich guy, but we lost. Yeah, we lost badly. Blue eyed guy. Ufa. How dangerous is it to be a politician in Tijuana? Tijuana, less dangerous than other places, but it's cutthroat as fuck. There's two ways to make it. You're either Slimy. serve your team and get slapped in the face every now and then and wake your way up until they say it's your turn, or you're one of the big boys and buys your way in. You know, there's two ways. So it, it's hard because I love that city so much. I root for the underdog, Steve. Tijuana is the eternal underdog. And I saw things that I had never seen. That, and I called myself a Tijuanense. But until you... Tijuana is not just the Caesar salad and the nice new brewery. Breaking there news. For shit. those of you who didn't know, the Caesar salad was created in Tijuana. Mm -hmm. Where, Tony? And the Caesar Damn. restaurant during Prohibition in the 1920s. Not in Italy. No. That's what the legend says. I actually wrote about that for the Vice Munchies. You wrote, bro? I Tell me more. Name. Go ahead. It's only four letters. Go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, and last name only three, so. And so, uh, when it was an eye-opening experience that humbled me very much, but uh, I don't want to say my days are over in TJ because I still go sometimes, but like a goddamn tourist, you know? Basically. Why? Why do you feel you don't go anymore? I didn't got time, Steve. Yeah. I mean, you're Podcast a married man. Sweating, and married, <laughs> and a child in a food truck. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of this conversation, Tony Baloney. You, you went back to Vegas to get married, right? I went to Vegas to get married. Yeah. yeah yes, I did. You found somebody to give you papers. Ese way. <laughs> just took like three hours on the strip. Fuck, dog. I get this question a lot because people think since we have the brewery here and we have food trucks in the front, they think that I have something to do with the food trucks. I have. Zero knowledge on what it takes. Aside from your 17.5% that you charge us. Está bien, está bien, está bien. Aside nothing. from that. No, it's a, this is a partnership in San Diego that's like, like, like this. Caca calzón. Caca calzón, uña y mugre. Yeah. Like most breweries do not have a kitchen mm -mm. and most breweries do not want you to get up mm -mm. and go eat somewhere no. else. And most breweries don't want you to over drink and not eat. So it's, we yep. are. We check a lot of boxes together. Yep. And I love it because. You have a built-in audience. Breweries give me 50 people mm -hmm. to order quesadillas. Built-in audience. make them for them. Built-in you know? audience, bro. we have. It's a, it's a marriage. What does it take to start a food truck from the cost of the truck to the daily uh, inventory of the product that you're slanging to the maintenance of a truck? Because I ain't going to lie, bro. These fucking trucks. Unless I'm unlucky, they, they, they break down a lot. They break down a lot because we use them a lot. They're heavy. So maintenance is a big issue. 
cost of a truck. You can rent one to start off. And then an old truck, uh, in my line of work with all the catering and all the breweries, I'm not going to the corner spot and like coming back. I need a reliable truck. So I'd say a truck, a reliable truck can run anywhere from 50000 to about 200000 I saw one for sale for two and a quarter, bro. Big two, time expensive Two and trucks. a quarter. New trucks run 200000 If things go well, how soon before you can pay that truck off? I mean, you can sell that in a year or two, like if you're good. Catering's where it's at. A ver, por qué? Because uh, well, different trucks operate in different ways, but catering is like you know what you're doing. Like I know there's going to be 200 people at that, you know, wedding or bar mitzvah or quinceañera or corporate lunch. You make your money off the catering. Whereas like, oh, I'm going to go sell at a brewery and stuff like that. There's really good days, especially the weekends. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's less. It's less volume. Where catering is real good. How do you me. prepare for those days at a brewery? Because like you said, like a Friday, Saturday, Thursday through Sunday is going to be popping. We get we get popping on the weekends. It's just longer. It takes me longer to make the money on a weekend brewery than it would like on a 200 people for lunch, three Can hours. Set in stone. Boom, yeah. And, it, and it, I just, it's for me, it's the volume that's important. But the breweries are like business cards. Yeah. Look at this beautiful truck outside of Third Avenue, outside of the glistening sun and three punk ales. People are like, do you cater? Yes, but you can't afford me, lady. <laughs> how, much, how much do you charge? I dance. No, we're, dude, it's street food. We're accessible. Yeah. Like they in this city, in this conservative, bougie city, we're on the lower, the lower scale spectrum. prices. Like, Taquisas, we'll come out for a taquisa. I prefer 200 people corporate. Not right. gonna lie. Oh, well, duh, yeah, but yeah. I'll do a 30 people taquisa at a pad. You know what I mean? That's another advantage. They ain't got to be carrying grills or nothing like that. We park. In, out. Boom. You can do, how many, what's the most you've done in one day? I've done 300 Spots. people a day. And I'm going to tell you something, Steve. Go ahead, it Tony. Was 300 underage migrant girls from Central America, they Damn. came to the border and said, we want to, unaccompanied. I got a call from a nonprofit. I got a booking agent. I got a food truck booking agent. Shout out to Gigi. 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 Mesa. Mesa. Mesa que mas <laughs> Totally yeah, changing shit to the... Um, but yeah, she called me and she's like, yo, this nonprofit wants you to feed 1,500 migrant girls. They took them out for, they were living in the uh, convention center. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know when I fed them the first day, el 10 de mayo, el día de las madres, y no tenían madres. That's and they crazy, were And they boy. were at a surf camp. Oh, thank you. Justin Ladies and gentlemen, there. Kevin is just walking in. I don't know what he's bringing us to drink. Kevin makes a... Bro, you're like an official, unofficial sidekick. You just cruise in and you bring in I drinks. I thought I recognized him from the show Vikings. <laughs> Netflix show Vikings, no? He's too skinny for that uh, shit now. Yeah. What is this? What are we drinking, Ice Kevin? Trucker, Kevin. Oh. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, Oktoberfest. We're going to have that fiesta here probably at the end of next week. <sighs> smells. Ooh, smells toasty. A little malty. I love you. I lo oh, my God. Ugh. We're going to can this. This is going to be available in four packs. Leader hoses sold separately. In Steins? We will have Steins, yes. Uh, September 29th. Mm. So we'll probably be doing it the uh, the week after. We got a lot of shit going on. Got a lot of shit going on. 
But right now, nothing more important than Tony. Tony, Tony T. Thank you. Slinging, slinging Molly from here all the way to Mexicali. I'm trying to. <laughs> so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our boy Justin Clint Lifford was a uh, was a volunteer during those days at the convention center. So. That's crazy to hear the other side of it for somebody that went down there and helped feed that. So when you say a nonprofit reach out to you uh, to feed these people, they covered the cost of all of the... Uh, paid me to do it. Call. They paid me to That's do it. another thing we can do, Don. They right. paid me to do it. Uh, but to feed us. It's 1,500 <laughs> mostly Central American girls under 18. And it was a surf camp in IB next to like... Uh, so YMCA surf camp next to like a Navy base down there in IB mm -hmm. on the Strand kind I know of exactly like at the beginning about. part. And like the first day they're playing like camp surf Jack Johnson songs and your body is a wonderland. Like the girls look like tenían miedo and by the second day, bachata, reggaeton, the girls were like, hey, 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 hey. and they were like, suavemente, besame. They did some so that, I did a thousand five hundred people in a week, and I'm puras migrantes. It touched my heart. My agent Gigi, shout out to Gigi. Gigi. She called me and she's like, I got a gig for you that's going to be right out your alley. Oh, the guy with the Bernie Sanders stickers on his freaking food truck? You think it's going to be right up my alley? Of course. I don't know if I can afford to feed 1,500 people. I, you know? But as much as you would love to. I would have done it for free. But yeah. to get 10 bucks a pop for each, 15K in a week, I'll Carry take the one it. Of the I will take 15,000. Math. 15, <laughs> I, there's expenses. You know, there's expenses. Just like you guys, people like assume like, oh, these guys are making the bucks. Fool, these guys are spending the mm -hmm. bucks. I know what you guys are doing. Looks, you're spending it, 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 20 it times looks, what I am. It looks so, all pretty outside, man. It looks I mean, like, yeah. It makes you work every day. And I got four jobs, bro. Two, four. Did you know I am a four full-time job having motherfucker? Do you remember in Living <laughs> Color with him? Man, Con la J-Lo. Con la J-Lo. They were like a Jamaican family, and they were like, how many jobs do you have, man? So was there... What was the inspiration to start a food truck then? With this background, was yeah, knowing, knowing all that it shit. It was Anthony Bourdain in an opportunity, and the yeah. fact that I was like a thirty-six-year-old slacker with fame but no fortune, and I was like, all right, Damn. we started it in, uh, in Barrio Loga. Fame but no fortune, bro. That's the worst Damn. kind of fucking that's, that's that's reflection. That's, right that's there, the dog. name of the podcast for this one, bro. <laughs> Tony Lay, fame but no fortunes. That's five years ago, dog. It's changed. But now Tony Lay, middle class life in America. Baby. <laughs> Ooh, I went with Balling that. with that middle class mm. life. Hey. So, hey, and it's dwindling. You know what we talked about that we got away from for a second? What was that second night like with Anthony Bourdain? You said you saw both sides right, of it. We were. Saw two sides of him. A man that was genuinely interested and like bright and drinking. And then the second night, un bato crudo. Kind of touchy. We went to the Hippodromo Caliente. This didn't make it to the show. That's how bad it was. Oh, breaking yeah. news. It made it to the travelchannel.com, but not right, to the right. episode. So, I don't know. Somebody told them that at Caliente, they put horses, they put, not horses, uh, monkeys on back of the greyhounds for the greyhound races. But they do this once a year with like the opening of the season or whatever. Sure. They didn't do it that night. They brought out some monkey... It looked like it had been like, it wasn't good filming. Bourdain was not, you could tell that he was mad about having to be in a hotel room every day. You know what I mean? He complained about that to me. He was like, I travel 300 days a year. 
He didn't he didn't say it like presumiendo. Right. Like, yo, fool, I'm all over. Well, no, he said like I have to travel for work 300 yeah. days a year. Yeah. Sounds That's like a lot of days, man. Oh. That'll make you drink a couple. That'll make you... Living out of a suitcase, a change of scenery. Sometimes you're... And then they become like, uh, Lord forbid I ever do it, workaholics. Uh Uh-huh. So imagine if like traveling is your game, man. You're a workaholic. You can't really have a family or friends or anything. Well, I mean... So I got divorced and he... We've, we talk, I remember I brought it up when we talked to Zane Lamprey and he was filming his show and he's like, look, man, in order to stay camera ready, I had to wear the same outfit three or four days in a row. So <laughs> yeah, think about, you know, like you got to wear that same shit over and over, staying in the same fucking place, monotony at its finest. Yeah, but you know what? I wash dishes and I get a bunch of oil <laughs> and my shit is from las quemadas, you know? So hey. fuck it, I'll take 20 Bourdain jobs. Damn. You know, not everybody could be... The guy that dunks the highest. Not everybody could write the best book. Not everybody could make award-winning beer. But let's use the things we have. <laughs> Damn, what's up? What's up, Kev? What's up, Kevin? Let's use the things we have and like, hazlas bien y ya. Fulfill yeah. yourself. I'm 41 now. I, I stopped trying to like torture myself about like. Do you have that fulfillment? Has it come from this venture? Um, I'm satisfied in providing for my family right now and mm-hmm. if i could expand it and be like a little mini capitalist sure if you can look back at 36 year old tony t and tell him what would you tell him i was on the cusp of leaving behind i was everybody wishes they could go back 20 years right the uh, things you translation now. he was getting the fart <laughs> <laughs> i was farting <laughs> I'm starting to squeak him out um Tell me about Emo Brown now. Ah, I say, fuck that, dog. I want to start something, right? Uh. So tomorrow, me and my wife have, for the first time ever, a tennis class. I'm trying to be fancy for, but you know where it is? In San Isidro. Pinchy private school (laughs) dropout, trying to be a tennis player. I've never really played. Uh-huh. Well, my daughter's going to be three, so I want her to see us pretending yeah. that we can do sports. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. me and my wife really don't have that. You know, Emo I Brown Athletic dog, Club. Do you play soccer or what? Emo Brown Tennis Club. Oof, uh. I'm down to make a tennis tournament. All right. A Latino-oriented South Bay tennis tournament. Oh, shit. With a prize. And I'm sure we could all come together. We can, we can find a prize somewhere. Find some sponsors that will give us... Monetary Yo, you re- you're really going to do this? I'm taking classes tomorrow. Not only that, guys, let's talk about the sports section again. For the first time ever, there's an ATP tournament happening in San Diego. It's a men's Damn. tournament. It starts next week. Because that used to be at La Costa all the time. At the yeah, They're doing it at the barn. How long have you been tickets? in the tennis? Just like two or three weeks, fool. Look at you. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden you're like Venus and Serena Williams' okay, dad yeah, over yeah. here. Fool, this fucking guy. <laughs> Is I, was, I, was, I was trying to say, you drove a corch, like, you gotta work. Was this, was this Nadal over here? Damn, or fucking, bro. I'm trying to get her, like, I just wanted to. I wasn't shown an active lifestyle when I was a ch- child, so I want to cho- show my child you can play tennis. You want to fill the gaps for what you weren't given. You know? You were given a healthy lifestyle. But I you- was given things that I appreciate, but I wasn't oriented toward like physical activity at all. But I played, I played baseball. Basketball, football, flag on people. I was a little shit in this size since I was 12. And as soon as they got a little big, I couldn't play anymore. No. I went to uni where people were... Animals. 
Huge. Yeah. The only guys. Carlos Quinton, Mark Pryor. All those those guys. guys. I went to school with all those guys. The only guys that weren't on scholarship were Luke Walton's kids for, I mean, uh, Bill Walton's kids, Luke. Like those guys were rich. Some guy named Jordan. But they were seven foot tall men. You know, they were men in the 11th grade. Seven foot tall. They were backwards dunking and shit. You know, like. You think I was going to go to the basketball tryouts or what? Shit, well, unless you were, unless you were telling that dirty torta, bro. It, I, I would have made it at Hilltop, for Oh, uh, man. So, yeah, I, I really like that you guys do like a sports thing because we need we, more we, sports and less tortas. We, we, we try to get involved with all of the things, bro. You know, we're new at this. We we, we just we stumbled upon something that people like, so we just want to keep Who going with Nemo it. Brown? Entre el compita glasses y yo. You in glasses? Yeah, glasses and me. Yeah, bro. Uh, tasting room manager? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, glasses. Uh, I've been away for a Celebrating You haven't been here a minute, bro. I, I don't use a shine box no more. Things have changed, bro. You haven't been around in a minute. You come in, you busting my balls. Billy glasses, Billy bats, <laughs> glasses bats. <laughs> Nas, yes, bro. Like we wanted, we we we. It worked out, and things have kind of like picked up momentum between the brewery, the bar, and what we're doing with the podcast, and now what we're doing with the fountain. It's just kind of taking a life it's of its own, bro. And it's very community That's oriented. All I want. It's I'm a dad, bro. But see, I'm a dad. It's not just you know? about selling beer. No, I can't. I can't. I can't make a career or 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 make a living off of a community. And, and not give back to that same community, bro. Invest in it. Yeah, I mean, invest in it. And it sounds cheesy, and people normally like, oh yeah, all of a sudden, very all of a sudden, you can just say it yeah. and not do shit. But we're doing it. Right. You know, we're so we're a lot out of there. People say it and yeah. don't do shit. We're but out people there. People have accused us of not doing shit. And at the shit, same time, but... it doesn't take that much yeah. to make a little bit of a difference. And you know what? People are talking shit, bro. People are out there talking shit about what we're doing, and we're out there actually doing it. That's good. Yeah. So that's what I told my wife. Yeah. Go ahead. Listen up, everybody. I have 40 haters today and I don't have 80 haters tomorrow I'm doing it wrong and you know what doing the haters the haters are lining up bro they want to see they're the first in the, the haters buy pre-sale for mm. the haters buy everything on pre-sale they want to like, be first what? row over I'm, 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 right right I'm, I'm the first uh, in line to uh, eat that shit order in advance boom <laughs> Yeah, man, it's like people are rooting for us to fail, rooting for me to fail and everything I'm involved with. And then it's like, yeah, it's why? But in fact, also, why, maybe. Like, why bro? Like, I'm just, I, the things that we're doing, we're doing to benefit the community. You're a part of this community. Of course. So why don't you jump on instead of talking That's shit? That's what it's, uh, it looks like to me. It looks like you guys are extending your hand mm. and let people come yeah, in. Yeah, 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 shit, homie. Bike ride with us. All of us. Go, you play Campaign soccer with, with us. us. Play yeah. soccer with us. And we're you know what, bro? Fundraise with we, us. Exactly. We got a, we got approach Podcast earlier in the week, us. last week. Uh, with the new mayoral candidate for Chula Vista and like we got approached like what can you guys do for fundraising for us so it's like whether we want to or not whether we 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 are on board with the way this thing is growing we're getting pulled in we're in the end game we're, we're good. Mark Campa came no somebody else all the way to the top. Okay. Yeah, La Salas, she came and she's like, hey, I want you to like take a look at the new uh, candidate for Chula Vista mayor. And I want you to, you know, rally your troops so the business is involved and see, you know, what we can do to fundraise and, and do this. So it's like, it's like, is that, is that what we're becoming? Is that what we're going to, the direction we're going? It's like, cool. Who better than people from the community to help write the fucking narrative for the people of the community and for the community? You know, it's like, we it's from town here. It's my town, bro. You know, I have my my kids go to school here. Of course. You know, we make a living here. I live here. 
you know, I would never get involved with politics, politics, but that doesn't mean I can't help people, people getting involved with it. People uh, think that being involved with politics is a bad thing. Every day of your life, we're involved in politics. Oh, if you say like, this is twenty two, twenty thousand five. The school is doing <laughs> anything you say. Like you complain about anything about trash collection about anything. It's like a fucking potholes. So we should be everybody should be more political, but not divisive in fighting politics. Nah. The politics that unite, the politics that fix things and solve things, not the politics of dissension and the politics of division. It doesn't matter how high you are, Tony. You always seem I, to bring these fucking ideas across that just are you awesome. You think I wouldn't mean it Bangers, if I was sweating dog. this much? <laughs> See it, bro. It's like some people get high and then they get lost watching TV shows. You get high for, and you get inspired and get your little fucking three by five woke, index cards like and write speeches, bro. Tony Illuminati. Bro, we've changed his name three fucking times in this episode, bro. Tony Illuminati, dude. Keep changing my name, please. No, but uh, I am. I, I started with you guys. What has it been? Three years now? Two years now, bro. Two years. Two years? For what? For what? No, since the brewery's been open. Oh, four years. Four, four years. years. Uh, August 6, 2017. Mm -hmm. I started the same year as you guys. Yeah. Months before. And now it's time to come back. Yeah, we're going to come back. It's time to come back. For sure. You can, yeah. I'll make a special menu. Hey, Damn. you can you can choose ketchup, but you'll always come back to salsa, bro. <laughs> Let me get a round of applause for that one. It's, it's time. It's <laughs> time you come back to salsa, my man. People still ask me about when you're coming back. Coming when you're back. doing this, bro. We're gonna make it big. And time. I feel like now that we 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 we're busy enough to sustain your fucking thirst for money, Woo! capitalistic sales. integrity, sales. Well, you know, we gotta make it. Gen general, general, generally speaking. How many sales a day do you need to make it worth your while to operate a food truck? Anything oh, above like question. 70 sales? 70 sales. This is good. But the breweries, they tend to be uh, small to medium sales, but then- 40 to 50. Yeah, but then you get groups at breweries too. It's great. Yeah. Like, hey, let's all meet from the office. I would get that a lot here. Yeah. We would come on weekdays here. We would come Wednesdays and Thursdays We here. do good Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. We do really good Wednesdays There'd and Thursdays There'd be really here. good like office people mm. here. So, you know, the food truck business is great and- uh Maybe one day I'll open up a restaurant, a small one. A brick and mortar, bro? Maybe. If things are going so good at a fucking, right. and like a mobile, like food truck. I like it, but. Why would you do brick and the mortar? The window of uh, sales is much greater at a yeah. brick and mortar. We're like, we're just here for the catering. We're just here for three hours during the brewery. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll get more food trucks. Yeah? Maybe. What's the plan? I don't know. Maybe I'll become a tennis pro and a coach. God, I'm not the Arthur Ashe. the bro. No, Shit. but wait. I got my wife like a whole outfit for Yeah? It. Like, we're going to go to this tennis thing oh, in now, Point Loma. Looking now like we've I been see. playing. Bro, you went to Point Loma to play tennis? No, no, no. We're, there's an ATP, Associated Tennis Pros Tournament. With some of the top, the guys that were just at is the Is Andre US Agassi Open. playing? Andre Agassi is like 57 years so old. So he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jack and Ho? Jack, Jack, go with that. John McEnroe's. McEnroe's. John McEnroe's. John McEnroe's. You couldn't have butchered that word if you tried. John McEnroe's, bro. <laughs> Words of wisdom to wrap this up, Tony T. Yes, sir. What do you got for us? Um, Háganle caso a sus papás, niños, always. Oh. And, uh, you know, keep it real. Keep it hood. Keep it local. That's Respect true, though. Keep it 100, bro. Keep it al millón. Hey. Porque al cien cualquiera. The streets yeah, talk, bro. Do they? And they, they, the streets talk. What was just talking to somebody is like, you don't have to go far to get the information. 
It's there. No. People are, are are dying to snitch, to rat, to tell you what's going on. Shit. Keep it 100. <laughs> All right. Or go with it. Keep it 1 million. Porque el 100, cualquiera, dog. That's real talk. Caesar's getting scared with all this. Fuck, he don't know. Mexican time. Uh, he's, he's, um, he's from Peru. So his is... Uh, Peruvian? Yeah, he's, he's from Peru, bro. His people were raised on... You guys have different kinds pyramid of... Buildings. He's from East Lake, so he doesn't understand what real Mexicans go for. He's East Lake? Yeah. Some Whitesicans. If we're going to so. shit on me, I'm from Bonita. Okay? I'm from Bonita, all right? And I'm not even going to tell you who lived down the street from us, because then you would shit yourself. Right? Yeah, I know you wrestled with Mario. Arellanos. Arellanos. Mario Lopez, <laughs> it's all right. It was great to fucking sit down with you, bro. Yeah, it's great to finally do the show. I, I want, I want you to come back because you know what? Because I talk, I wanted you to come it in might and talk be in the winter when yeah. it's cooler down here. I wanted to talk to you about like your business and this and that, and then you just opened That's boring, bro. You opened a lot of doors, is what I'm saying. What do you want me to say? We bro, make tacos in case I want to hear. I want to hear cartel stories. You make them fucking. Right, you want to know about these scars right here? Is give me one. Just give me one. Oh, give me one. Shit. For the next podcast, give me one. Give me one. Give me a cliffhanger. I told you right before. Anything regarding to my criminal record would have to be written oh, in advance in writing. There's your cliffhanger, dog. Right. If you There's could eat your... one thing at fucking Corazón de Torta, what would it be? You have to try uh, the braised beef short rib tacos or sopes or any vessel. Amazing. Like greasy deliciousness in guajillo salsa. Oh. Let's say it's a stamp. Oh, I miss them. I'm going to follow you right now. I'm going to get mm. something. Let's Find go. these motherfuckers in front of Fall Brewing. Find them somewhere where white people dominate the area. Find them in a mostly white demographic. No, I'm just joking. We're going to do Chula Vista. Mm. We started here before North Park, right? Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Oh. Started from the bottom. Now my whole crew with me. Mm. Started from the bottom. When they're here. Mm. <laughs> started from the bottom. Now my whole fucking crew with me. 